Welcome to Inspire on the Go. This season, we are featuring stories of transformation. Each person has a story, and we want to celebrate what God is doing in the lives of others. As you listen to today's episode, I encourage you to think about your story. How is God working in your life? I promise you, He is on the move. Grab your cup of coffee and enjoy this episode of Inspire on the Go. Hey, sweet friends, it's Andrea. I hope that your day is off to a great start. I am so excited to come to you today with a new friend. Uh, maybe she's a new friend, maybe not. Depends on how long you've lived in Arkansas. And if you have any ties to Washita Baptist University or South Arkansas, I'm excited to introduce you to Tammy White. Welcome, Tammy, to the podcast. Well, thank you. And I appreciate you asking me to be here today. Tammy is a new member of our Inspire team, and I love how God works. You know, there was a lady who actually just said, you need to reach out to Tammy, and I did, and the rest is history. I love how God works. He does. He really does, and you're talking about the lady that reached out in her hand to me when I was come to, to um, as a new mom in our church and just kind of guided me and has been my mentor ever since. So. I love that. So God put an advocate, a mentor, a friend in your life. And so we're going to get into the all, de- all the details of your life. But as we begin, why don't you tell us just a little bit about you, uh, where you okay. live, where you serve, and your family. Okay. My name is Tammy White. I was raised in Blavel, Arkansas, but um, I went to Washita Baptist University. I fell in love with Washita through Salem Springs Church Camp, went my whole entire life. Um, and I knew at the eight in seventh grade that I was going to go to OBU and major in music. I am a music education degree, um, taught some elementary and high school and then decided to get out of that teaching and do some other things. Um, but I live in Arkadelphia now. Um, I have a husband, Eddie White. I have two children, Austin White, who's married to Shelby White, and then my daughter, Abby White. And then I have a new grandbaby. He just turned a year old, and his name is Caden. I love that. Okay, well, I always ask all our grandmothers, what is your grandmother name? Pam. Pam. Oh, that is so cute. <laughs> so we have some friends that have a daughter that has named me Tam since she was born. And so we can't, re- it's a family friend that is part of my family. And so we can't change it now. So it's just Tam. And it's that's what my name is is Tam. It's so so cute. I love that. Well, that'll be easy to say. So you've definitely got a head start there. (laughs) I do. I am a member of Third Street Baptist Church. I have been a member since my children were born. Um, I love, it's a church um, that I have, I started doing women's ministry. I've done youth ministry. I've done children's ministry. And now I'm back into women's ministry um, at the moment. And it's one of my favorites, I think, that I've done so far. And you lead the women's ministry there. I do. We don't have a paid position. Um, It's just volunteer. So we have a lot of women that help lead, but I help lead the women's conference and then the women's Bible study. And then I just kind of help our church do whatever we need to do. Whatever God calls me to do is what I do with the women's ministry. I think all of us can relate to that. Just (laughs) wanting to be uh, available and wanting to be used of the Lord for the advancement of his kingdom. And so we're so thankful for you. All right, Tammy, let's go back and talk about how you met the Lord, a little bit about your life and the journey uh, in coming to know Christ. Uh, My mother was was a Christian. My father was not. And I was in a split home, as I call it. My father was an alcoholic. He didn't become to know the Lord until the very end of his life. Um, And when he passed away. So I lived, um, my mother was probably the most godly woman on this earth. She taught me to be at church every time the doors were open. She taught me to pray. She taught me to be in my Bible. She taught me to trust the Lord. 
um, in times when the, we were going through so many hard times. Um, there were many times that we got punished for going to church. Um, and so my mother taught me that. Um, would I probably, would I be here today if it was not for her? No. Um, but she taught me to love the Lord. Um, I guess I really didn't get, I really didn't know the Lord until I became in junior high and senior high. Um, when I had to depend on him because of the home life that I was in. Um, and I was able to really trust him and really believe in him. But I don't think there was ever a time that I didn't mm -hmm. trust that he was right beside me. And he gave me hope. Yes, um, yes. That word comes out hope because, you know, I looking back in my life, I probably shouldn't be where I am today without him. Um, and then coming, I was a summer missionary um, between my junior year and my in college. And that's when I really um, became where I knew him in a personal and intimate way because I was all by myself and had to know him in the mission field. Um, so I, I can recall that time probably being my most intimate time um, that I learned how to follow him and trust him and believe in him. Is there a specific story or example or maybe spiritual marker that stands out maybe from either your earlier years when there were some challenges or whenever you were, um, you know, serving as that missionary where you just know God was leading you and he was walking with you? Most definitely. Um, I mean, here I was, I've never been away from home. I had gone to Washita, but never really traveled outside on my own. And so here I am, a summer missionary in Florida on the beach. You think it's a great place to go and it's but trying to talk to people on the beach in the summer is hard. I guess the, so. <laughs> it, it was the most difficult thing I ever to do. And so I lived with a family that um, that lived in a barn style home, had no windows, no air conditioner. You lived in a zip. It was the cool. It wasn't very cool at me when I got when I got there at first because I was not used to that. Um, but I had to I knew God put me there for a reason. And by the end of it, I didn't want to leave. Um, because I had just, I had to depend on him and it was no, you know, a youth director or my parent, my mother or my friends. It was just me trying to be a missionary in the mission field. And there was one girl that I had that was with me and it was just the two of us. And you talking about getting to know Jesus and knowing that he was one step ahead of me, that was what I had and the hope that I had. Yes. And like, just, I'm putting myself in your position thinking about almost just walking up to people as they're on vacation, starting a conversation, finding out about them, you know, then transitioning that into a spiritual conversation. You need the Lord to go to before you in those moments. I did. I had sunscreen and that was our way of talking to them. I had a little sunscreen packet and how God, you know, uses sunscreen to protect us in our hearts and our lives. It was a cool thing, but it was, the, it was probably the most difficult thing I ever had to do. Um, and I was there 12 weeks. So, you know, it was a neat thing, but I also, boy, it was, it was really a testimony that I would never change for anything. Yes, I love that. I've never heard that before, Tammy. That is a unique experience. And I just think, isn't God creative in the ways that we can reach out to others and share hope? And so that's, that's so beautiful. Well, tell us about a time, you know, maybe a difficult, challenging season where you were just hanging on to God and where he, you know, maybe the word got you through or the body of Christ came around you in a specific and meaningful way. Sure. Um, I can tell you the most difficult time in my life is losing my mother. And um, kind of let me give you a backstory on that. 
um, I was sound, my mother had dementia. She um, had gotten to where she, not that she didn't know me, but she, you know, here the most spiritual woman that was so wonderful and beautiful inside became very mean and very ugly at the end of her life. Um, so that was very difficult for me to um, adapt to that. Um, thank goodness that I had recorded lots of conversations before she turned um, because I could go back and listen. When she would talk ugly to me, I could go back and say, that was not my mom. This is how she was. Um, but right before she passed away, the Lord put on my heart to do a women's ministry, a women's conference in Arkadelphia. I mean, this is in January. My mother passed away in February. Um, and so the Lord came to me in the middle of the night and said, this is what you're going to do. You're going to put on this conference. This is who's going to speak. This is who's going to be there. And this is the title. I mean, he literally laid everything out. And I was just like, Lord, I can't do this. I, I can't do this. And he said, no, you will. And I'm vividly remember him talking. He spoke to me. Um, and I said, okay, I'm going to do it. Um, and we did. And we started off small. I think a hundred women came who thought a hundred women would come um, to this. I mean, even there's been times where people told me that it wasn't going to happen. You may have 20 people. That's okay. I knew the Lord had told me that I was going to do this. And I, and I followed his steps and I did what he told me. But looking back now, he set that up because I lost my mom four days after that women's conference. Wow. So knowing that, he prepared my heart with those women to be able to deal with the loss of her. So that was probably the most struggle time I had. But then again, he comes again and he provides that for me um, and gives me just the most wonderful women. And by grace, he takes care of me. Yes. And the beauty of community, especially during challenging times and community around the word of God and worship and uh, the mission of God, which yeah. I know are all key components of the wonderful um, conference that you lead. I'm sure that was like just such a soothing balm to your soul, you know, to have people love you and, and to be a, around you during that season. It was, and it was a struggle because I knew I needed to be with her. Um, but God kept calling me back to that weekend. He said, no, I want you to wait. And I waited, I listened and I waited. So I stayed for that conference, um, knowing that I was probably going to lose her. Um, and he gave me four amazing days with her that she knew me. Um, she was there with me. And I just feel like he just completely orchestrated every bit of that in every way possible. Thinking about, you know, how he takes the, the, the comfort that he has extended to us, and then we can extend that to yeah. others. Think, speak to that person who's listening today, who is in that season of grief, who's maybe on the verge of losing somebody or has just lost someone. You know, what, what, what maybe advice or encouragement would you share with them? Um, grief is hard. Grief is a hard, um, it's just a hard process to go through. I think a lot of people hide their grief um, they're scared. I think women are scared to cry. I think women are scared to grieve because we're not supposed to be. We're supposed to be strong and be strong in our family. But I just think if you're going through that, take time to grieve. And, you know, I wasn't angry at God, but I was kind of angry because I, you know, here I had this most wonderful mom in the world that's such, and she gave her whole life to being a teacher for him. And then at the very end of her life, she didn't, she was ugly. She was mean. She was hateful. And that wasn't her. Um, but, you know, I think that was a good time for me to trust him too, 
to know that he had her and I know that she's sitting in heaven right next to him and she is at the feet of Jesus yeah and I think knowing that um gives me peace um and so and gives me just getting through that grief and it's okay to grieve and there are good days and there are bad days um but grieving has to be done and certainly with the closeness that you had with your mother and the journey that you had with your mother I'm sure it intensified that grieving process because it sounds like you two were such just close close friends you know we were yeah we were um she was older in life and she had me um and so I have older sister half sisters and brothers that are way older than me but when you know during our time together it was just me and her and then my father and so there's a lot of special times that we had together and I just remember so many times Jesus I mean she would always put Jesus in front of me um when I would have an issue it was okay you need to go talk you need to go talk to your father not my on earth father, but yeah. my father. Yeah. And so she taught me that. And she taught that was the most important thing to do. Um, so yes, it was very difficult to lose her in the middle of that. Thank you for sharing that. Because I know that's going to help someone. That's going to encourage them. And that's going to be just the words that they need to just take that next step of grief, that next step of faith, that next step you know, of trust. And, and for them to hear from you that you can get to a place where this, you know, the grief is still there, but there's also peace. So how encouraging is that? Thank you for sharing that. Okay. So, and you may have already shared this, but as we're talking about, you know, living a life of hope, we know that faith is so much a part of that, how God calls us to step out in faith and to put our hope and our trust in him. What comes to mind, Tammy, when you think about a season of life, when God called you to step out in faith, maybe it was the women's conference, maybe it was missions, you know, um, I wanted to go ahead and give you a chance to, to share anything else that you might have on that topic. Yes, I would say definitely stepping out in faith is doing, is doing the women's conference each year. You know how hard and difficult that is. Um, and I think, um, you know, it's not about us. It's about what God wants to use, how he wants to use us. And I think that's the most difficult about that because a lot of times I have to stop and be patient and listen. And that was what my, um, my devotional about this morning was stop, just stop and listen. Don't get caught up in trying to do and do and go to church and go to do all the things that you're doing, which I put, wow, are you talking to me today, Jesus? <laughs> yes. um, because we're so involved in our church and so involved in our community, but it said, stop listen, if you don't stop, you're going to miss mm. the most, the listening that he wants you to hear. Um, and so I think doing a conference and working with women's ministry and being involved in the church, like so many of us women are, we get so wrapped up in doing those things that we don't stop um, to listen. To, is this truly what God wants us to do? Or is this truly what God is planned for us? Um, and that's a difficult, that's a difficult task for women to do. Um, because we want to take it on our own and do it, you know, and do it the way we know how to do it and how we want to do it. And sometimes that may not be what God wants us to do. Um, so I think, you know, definitely that, that has definitely been, you know, an eye opening for me, um, 
seeking, you know, trying to trust him and trust his ways if he wants us to do things. That's so good. Not speaking to me today, because, you know, I think about how often we wake up with our to-do list, right? And we're just like, we want God to bless it. (laughs) And and he's faithful. But how often do we just need to stop and clear that list and say, Lord, you show me what you have for me today. And then just walk in that simple obedience and surrender. And so that's a good word for all of us, no matter what season that we're in. Well, good, good, good. Okay. So what do you see God doing in your life right now? What's going on in Tammy's world? Oh, wow. Um, well, I'm going to tell you, um, I, I mean, Jesus is pretty amazing. He has been very faithful to my family. Um, you know, my, I, my children are doing wonderful. My son is in New Orleans with his wife, finishing dental school. He just graduated, is moving into residency. My daughter is in PA school. And so just my family in itself. He has just kept us healthy and well. And, and my husband is so faithful. You know, he's so good to me. He allows me to, I feel like, you know, this with your husband, when a woman does ministry, he's right there with you. Um, He has to be every step of the way. And he is, Um, he is always right beside me at everything I do. Um, Teaching Bible study on Wednesday night. He's there making sure I get out you know, the lights are turned off and the doors are locked and I'm not there by myself or whatever. And you know how that is. And so I'm very, I'm very thankful that the Lord has blessed me with the most amazing family um, and has provided that for us. And he has shut so many doors um, along the way uh, in my children's lives, but also in my life. Um, Here I thought, you know, I'd be teaching elementary music or senior high music, and that's not what God had prepared for me. Um, He led me a whole different direction. And I think that's hard for us as women to, um, you know, you have, I, I heard this the other day is you have a plan. I don't know about you, but in senior high or junior high and senior, I knew what my plan was. I knew I was going to go to Washington. I knew I was going to major in music. I knew I was going to get married. I was going to have a family, but outside of that plan, what do you do? You know, how do you, and God has provided and closed every door and opened every door. And I've always been told God closes doors to open bigger and better ones. Mm. And that's so true. Um, and true in my family, true in my friends' lives. And I don't have a family really, for, I have a very small family. Um, so my fa- my friends have been my family. Yeah. Um, and I'm very thankful for that. Um, the Lord has provided me a, a church family that's my friends, but my family. That's and wonderful. so. And I've kind of rambled on through that. And so, so sorry, I apologize for that. No, that's, that's beautiful. And I think that's just a good reminder to be present in the places that God has us. That's how he's moving in all of our lives, to be present yes. in those places and spaces. And when we are the blessings and the joy, you know, the things we couldn't even come up with if we tried to, right? And I, that, that just resonates with my heart so much. So I know the Lord was prompting you to share that. Well, Tammy, we are so excited to have you on the Inspire team. You are coming on this year. Uh, You're going to be overseeing our ministry project, which is a big part of what we do, because when we gather together to lift high the name of Jesus Christ, we want the message to go forth. So uh, we are excited to have you and your creativity and all of your experiences. And so I know all the ladies are going to want to register for Inspire and join us on September 24th at First Baptist Church in Benton. We're going to talk about hope. We're going to sing about hope. We're going to just share stories of hope. And then we're going to bring ministry project items and uh, look in the show notes for all the information on that. But we want to end this podcast by asking you the question that we ask all of our guests, and that is what inspires you? Um, I can tell you what inspires me is Jesus. I mean, I just, 
everything that's going on in this earth today, in this world, I mean, it's just, how can you not see him present? Um, and what, how does it not inspire you to want to do more and love more and teach more and to know, and I, I just don't, I was teaching VBS this year, this past week, and, and just talking to those children and hearing them say, you know, what God sightings did you see today? And, you know, and they were talking about the sun and the heat and it rained a little bit last week and they were excited. You know, we were all outside playing in the rain. I mean, just being able to know, I mean, just being able to tell others about him um, and just to love like he does and love like he wants us to love others. Um, it's just, that's what inspires me. And to be a part of this team is just fun, but it's just a part that I get to be a part of, but I get to tell others about Jesus. Yes. And then we get to come be fed. Yes. I think so many times a servant in the ministry and being a part, we don't get fed because we're serving. Um, and I don't think we can serve if we're not fed. Yes. And we're feeding ourselves. Um, so this is a great time for women to come to be inspired, but also to be fed. Right. Um, and God's going to speak to them wherever they're at and whatever they're at in their life, whatever moment they're in, God is going to speak to them. He's going to, this speaker is going to speak to their heart and exactly what they need to hear. And so I just, I hope these women come. I, I want them to come. So. Me too. Me too. Well, if you're listening and you're ready to learn more and register about, uh, if you're ready to learn more and register for Inspire, visit our website at absc.org slash inspire. You can find out all the details. Be sure and bring a friend with you. Well, Tammy, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. You're such a joy and your story is such a story of hope. And so uh, we're excited to see God continue to work and move through you, your leadership, your family, and your life. So join us on our next episode of Inspire. Inspire on the go. Thanks for listening. I hope today's episode helps you embrace the full free abundant life that God provides. Don't forget to follow, like, and subscribe to Inspire on the Go. If you would like more encouragement to help you grow in your faith, visit my website at andrealennonministry.org. Come back next time and enjoy another episode of Inspire on the Go.